Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 2, Episode 28, the big NFL preview extravaganza here. Sports Guy Chris here, as always, with my good friend Mikey. Mikey, how are you doing on this uh, finally not 100 billion degree day here in Southern California, my yeah, friend? Yeah, Chris, we're, we've got a little bit of a reprieve thanks to that uh, former hurricane out of the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, that's your weather report, guys. But uh, yeah, there that's feeling fantastic, a little humid. But, uh, you know, it's a good day to record the podcast. So. I, I agree, my friend. Absolutely. So obviously NFL got going Thursday night. Yeah. Tomorrow's big kickoff Sunday. But uh-huh. we do have one game in the books, so... Obviously, before Mikey and I get to our previews and and who we feel are going to be our playoff teams and so on, we're going to talk about that season opener on Thursday night. The Rams got the rings, they unveiled their banner, and they welcomed the Buffalo Bills to town who, you know... Oh, they welcomed them, all right? They welcomed them. uh, Maybe a little too well. Yeah, yeah. Um, 31-10 beat down later, and uh, yeah, I mean... Bit of a surprise, obviously. I, not maybe necessarily Buffalo won. I think everybody is pretty high on the Bills this year, feeling yeah. like they're going to be one of the better teams out yeah. there. But obviously, thirty-one to ten, defending Super Bowl champs at home can only muster ten points, and they just didn't look that good. To despite being relatively healthy, yes, OBJ isn't there, but he's not going to be back for he was a while. He's on the sidelines, though. But he was on the <laughs> sidelines. Everybody else was healthy and playing. Yeah. Um, Mikey, what's your takeaway from that uh, from that opening uh, Thursday night game there? Um, watch out for uh, the stiff arm. Yeah, uh, that's, Josh Allen. that's Josh Allen with the stiff arm there. Uh, that was pretty sweet move. Uh, you know, uh, Stephon yeah. Diggs kind of picking up where he left off. Yeah, um, you yeah, know, he was great. And uh, I, you know what? I think the thing that impressed me most about that game because I actually watched some of it. Uh, a Buffalo Bills defense that was already pretty good they with the addition good. of Von Miller. Oh, man, Von Miller. And, and now you have yeah. that guy that, like, that Rams O-line, like, they they didn't know wh- which way to look. No, they didn't. They had their heads on a swivel, man. Yeah. Like, and, and, and they were able to get in there and put pressure yep. on Stafford, and, you know, he was able to get some passes off, and, you know, Cooper Cup was able to do his thing, but, like, that defense, man, looked scary good. Von Miller was hyped up. He was dancing. He was making things happen, you know. And there, so much pressure and or so much attention, rather, was put onto him by that that Rams uh, team. And other Buffalo Bills were able to get in there yeah, and do their right. thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, so yep. that as impressive as that offense was, and the and the running by Allen and 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 Diggs and all that other kind of stuff, that defense was impressive. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, you know, yep. it, it's again, it was already a pretty solid, good defense to begin with, and then you add that into the picture and to beat down the Super Bowl champs the way that they did. I, I mean, it's hard to get too excited over one game, but if that's the one game that you're building your foundation on yeah. for the rest of the remainder of the season, I, I mean, you know, that's that's uh, it's going to be good days in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. I I wasn't necessarily surprised by the outcome i picked buffalo to win the game i did think it would be a competitive game you know certainly not a blowout like that but just you know we we all know how the season ended for buffalo it appeared they had that playoff game one in kansas city i mean josh allen did everything he could to win that football game they give up a long pass to kelsey and and a field goal and and end up not getting the win and and bow out of the playoffs but you know, the Bills looked like a team that sat there pissed off all off season right. and were ready to get out there. 
the Rams looked like a team that won the Super Bowl and spent the offseason celebrating and, yeah. you know, contemplating retirement and TV right. deals and everything yeah. else, which is kind of what they were doing. And, um, yeah, uh, it, it showed. It yes. showed that it showed. But, you know, I'm with you. I, I, I won't take too much away from it. You know, for instance, Green Bay lost their opener last year to the Saints, 38-3, to Mikey. Aaron Rodgers had a touchdown pass streak broken in that game. Green Bay went on to be the number one seed in the NFC, sure. and Aaron Rodgers right. went on to win the MVP again. So yeah. that first game, like you you know, pointed out, maybe not going to get super excited about it, but if you're a Buffalo fan and looking at that, like you said, for setting the foundation for the season, a team that has very clear Super Bowl aspirations, sure. you can't start the season much better than that at the defending Super Bowl champs yeah. home and, and putting well, it on them. It, so. Absolutely, and you know, you can't... The fact is, is that it's, the Rams aren't an offensively uh, uh, ungifted team. They, no. they are incredibly gifted on the offensive yeah. end, and I, yeah. I think that's what the impressive thing is. is yeah. this, this isn't a you know defense against the de- you know a yeah. really good complete team versus a really yeah. good defensive team that doesn't have a good offense to where you're like, yeah, well they they average 17 points a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, totally. So I, I think that, that that's something to be said. And look, at, when you look at the Rams in particular and you know, yes, 0-1 is not a terrible start for them, but the NFC West is, you know, and we'll get to it in our season preview, there's, you know, at least two other solid teams in that division. Oh, absolutely. With the Niners yeah. and the Cardinals. Yeah, and, you know, time. I'm going to take, big we'll time. take the Seahawks out of that equation. But you start the season 0-1, and, and look, there was one game difference between the Cardinals and the Rams last year. The, the, yeah. the You know, the Cardinals finished 11-6, uh, and six, and the Rams finished 12-5, and five, I do believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, it's one of those things where that one game makes a hell of a lot of difference. Oh, yeah. And when you're yeah. talking that division, yeah. when you're talking the wild card, when you're talking those kinds of things, you know, 0-1, um, um, not a great great way to start the season. No, I I agree. You know, you you certainly yeah totally man. It's as competitive as that division is going to be, like you pointed out. Every every win, uh, every game matters yeah. uh, for sure, big time. And and you know, a couple takeaways, very clear. And we talked about this a little bit, but uh, that that left side of that O line for the Rams needs some work. You know, yeah. Hutchinson was their long, the left tackle there that retired. That you know, I think people underestimated how important he was to that O line. Uh, but it's clear that they've they've got some retooling they need to do up front. They're not quite the same team in the trenches. Buffalo, to your point, that was already a good defense and already had a good deep defensive line, got even better. And they yeah. looked really good. Their defense started a little slow last year and then kind of came on as the right. season went on. And then, you know, I, one thing I did hear was, uh, you know, well, Buffalo wasn't able to run the ball. You know, their the running backs don't look good. You know, you know that maybe that's something to pump the brakes on. Buffalo didn't run the ball last year either. They don't need to. They are right. so good. They're, they have a great tight end that they don't even need to use. You know, Dawson Knox, he's a great tight end. He only caught one pass the other night. They didn't need him. So right. they didn't even have to really open up the playbook entirely. They right. didn't even need the running backs to Which go to, to hang 31 on Aaron Donald yeah. and one of the premier defenses in the NFL yeah. who returned – you know, most of the pieces, aside from yeah. Von Miller, who they picked up middle of the season anyway last year. Right. So, I mean, you look at it, I don't know. I'm not going to really drink that glass because I don't no, think it well, matters. And, I mean, look, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you know, with their passing game as strong as it is, 
with Allen's ability to run the football exactly. and, and get out out of you know broken plays mm-hmm. and stuff like that and make something out of nothing, right? Um, you know, and you know, running back by committee is not something that's unheard of in the NFL. No, and you no, know, you need guys to just kind of if you need to eat up clock, you got two, three backs that you can run, you know, throw, get the football to and, and slow down the clock or whatever, I, I mean, then it's going to work. And I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. It, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's one game. They still hung 31 points on the Rams. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, I mean, I'm curious to see. That, to me, is probably one of the things that I'm looking at where I'm like, okay, the dude was targeted seven times. Six out of those seven passes yeah. were completed for, you know, for, for some good yardage. So, like – that's not exactly a great look considering he considers no, himself not. one of the best in the league. Right. Um, yeah. And I get it. Diggs is also on the flip side, one of the better, you know, one receivers. One of the better wideouts, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I get that. But Ramsey's always prided himself on slowing down those premier receivers. Yeah. And they they went after him and he did not look. Now, granted, maybe this is, like you said with the Bills, maybe this is a situation where the Rams are figuring some things out and it's going to take them a couple weeks right. to get that, yeah. get into that groove. But that's the thing with the NFL schedule, though, Chris. Like, you go into a few weeks to figure things out that you didn't get to do in preseason because the Rams didn't play like anybody in the preseason. No, not at all. Right? So yeah. now you're figuring it out in the regular season yeah. where the wins and losses actually count. Yeah. But now you get – the by, by week four, now you're starting to deal with potentially some injuries. Yeah, right. So yeah. now you might have to incorporate new pieces and stuff like that, and you're not going to be necess- – week six, you're not dealing with the healthiest roster totally. and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's just one of those things where it's such a fickle beast, and you got to strike while the iron's hot. And yeah. Unfortunately, the Bills did, or the Bills did, and uh, Rams did not. I well said, Mikey. You know, uh, to your point about Jalen Ramsey, great corner. I, you know, I would have liked a little bit of ownership in the post-game comments. He did. Co- oh, he did okay. say how they they got you know they they got outplayed big time. Uh-huh. But instead of saying, "Hey, I needed to be better," you yeah. know, I got burned. I didn't have my best night. It was all. Oh, I would have liked to see us be able to play more zone and blah blah blah, dude. You're a shutdown corner. They they didn't trade first round picks for you to sit there and play zone. You yeah. were brought there to make the defense man work to be a, a shutdown corner, which is man on man. Sorry, that's yeah. what it is. Yes, you need to be able to switch it up in the NFL, but the Rams didn't trade all these assets away to play zone all the well, time. Yeah, so. I mean, and that's such a cop out too because yeah. you just won a Super Bowl. So yeah. how are you going to sit there and be like, yeah. oh, we should have done this defense yeah. when that defense didn't work for you necessarily. Yeah. Like, you didn't play that kind of defense last year all the yeah. time. I like, like how it started. Just, you know, yeah. we didn't play good defensively. But then just instead of being like, well, if we would have played more zone, nah, dude, just be like, yeah. I didn't have my best night. Own it. You know what I yeah. mean? That's own it. it. Just own it. Dude. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There we go, guys. That opener in the books. Uh-huh. Mikey and I will take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive in. We'll start with the NFC, guys. The NFL Preview. Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast Season 2, Episode 28, NFL Preview Extravaganza. Mikey and I just took you through that opening game Thursday night. Bit of a surprise beatdown that the defending champs took on the chin there. But uh, 
Mikey, now we'll yeah. dive in and we'll go through uh, our regular NFL preview. Okay. We'll start on the NFC side. You okay. Know, I know that AFC is going to be super loaded. We'll start with the NFC. Let's do it. Of course, that's where our two teams reside. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh-huh. I'd like to head out east and, you know, start out east again. Okay. Let's do and, it. Uh, dude, I'd like to get your take. Who do you like out there? You know, we got the Cowboys are the defending, you know, uh, east division champs. Uh, the Eagles snuck in the as the last wild card last year. You have the Carson Wentz now led Commanders, yeah, and uh, you know the New York Giants. So, yeah. uh, Mikey, what are your thoughts there? Who do you yeah. like? Well, uh, nobody. Can we just like have a division that doesn't have any teams come out for the playoffs? Like, yeah, can they can just we... could be excluded yeah, altogether? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no. Um, so here this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ezekiel Elliott. Nope. <laughs> Jack Prescott's going to get hurt again. Um, that yeah. Dallas Cowboys team, Mike McCarthy's not going to have a job by the end of the season. Okay. That's my That's hot take. Just, I, uh, fair um, enough. I mean, Jerry Jones has a tendency to stick with guys a little bit longer than pot- potentially yep. he should. Yep. Um, but, um, look, I, I think that every year the Cowboys, you go into the season, the Cowboys are a favorite. They got this figured out. This guy's coming back healthy, this, that, whatever. Look. The bottom line is, is this team has stunk up the joint for as long as humanly possible, and I don't want to give any more possible oxygen to giving them, you know, the kudos of being America's team than that they rightfully deserve. Because the, let's face it, they haven't been exactly a great football team. No. Um, you know, no. they've made improvements. They're, 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 you know, they're not the Tony Romo Cowboys <laughs> or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they've got some good players on that team. CD uh, uh, Lamb. Yeah, uh, CD. You know, yeah, yeah. They, they've got some good players on there, obviously. But Ezekiel Elliott has not. He's last year, from what I remember, he was kind of a shell of his former self. He wasn't exactly the same kind of player. Uh, Dak yeah. Prescott, same kind of thing. Mike McCarthy kind of lacked any kind of imagination. Their yeah. defense was solid. Their defense led the league, if I'm not mistaken, or was close to one of the league leaders in turnovers yeah, and, you're right. and stuff yes. like that. I mean, yeah. that secondary right. was yeah, for a large the secondary had was, like 11 picks. I yeah, think I mean, they were, they were absolutely yeah. insane. But yeah. the problem is, is that they just, they're still the Cowboys. They're still mediocre at best. Yeah. And, you know, while they have a chance to win that division, I'm actually uh, possibly... I think it's going to either be the Eagles or the Commanders, actually. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, Carson Wentz, he's got something to prove. Uh, this is his third team in as many seasons that he started the That's game correct. one for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that they've got some things going on there in Washington. And Philly with Jalen Hurts, um, and, and they've got some, some good receivers there. They've got some good things going on in Philly. Um I don't know. I, I think the Cowboys very easily could be finishing, you know, anywhere between second to third in, okay. in this division. Yeah. I, but I do think either the Eagles or Commanders win this. The Giants are just the Giants. Yeah, um, I, you know, I don't think there's much to be excited yeah. for there. I, I don't – there's nothing there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think that it's going to be one of the Cowboys – you know, arch rivals um, that's going to end up winning this division. I I really do. If I'm not mistaken, too, Washington had a fairly decent defense last year. They did, but they underperformed. They came into the year with a lot of hoopla, especially Mm -hmm. their front seven. They were going to, you know, pile up all these sacks, and they actually finished kind of middle of the pack. But you look at them, and they've got the makings and the talent to be a good defense. So you're exactly right about that. And that's the thing, is that this is such a crapshoot. Because how many people last season predicted the Bengals? 
to be in the Super That's Bowl, it, right? man. Yeah, that, they so, were the surprise team. There's always one that kind of comes out of nowhere exactly. and does something. You exactly. Know, so. so, I mean, why can't – I mean, other than Dan Snyder being the owner, like, why can't yeah, it right? be the commanders? <laughs> why, why, why can't it be, you know, one of – you know, either them or the Eagles? Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't know, man. I just don't think that – Jerry Jones is getting to be a very much a dinosaur when it comes to NFL owners. Um, true. He, he, he likes his hands involved in the processes instead of just trusting general managers and, and, and the, the, the decision makers. Um, and I just, it, it, it's, I don't know, man. I, I, it's hard to drink any cool cowboy Kool-Aid. Um, so Fair yeah, enough. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can pick two, but yeah, I don't know. Like, um, Eagles or commanders to take that division. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think you did a good job of taking us through what looks to be a pretty tough division to try to predict because clearly Dallas last year was the more talented team, but then with, with the guys they lost this off season, of course, he lost two of your best receivers. The offensive line is not as good as it once was. So I know, you know, Jerry Jones, well, we're going to get back to running the football and all this other stuff. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you still have your two running backs there, but Zeke is not the same Zeke. You know, his best years are behind him, I think. And then that offensive line is still a work in progress. You know, that used to be a big strength a few years ago. They don't have a lot of those guys back anymore. They're still working in some new guys, so... The old line took a hit. You took a re- you took a hit at receiver, and you lost one of your pass rushers with Gregory. You know who left as well in, in free agency. So Dallas took some hits. Yeah. Meanwhile, to your point, you know Philly got a little better. You know Philly had some young receivers. They didn't throw the ball particularly well last year, but they went out and traded for AJ Brown on draft night. One yeah. of the better deep threats in the league. Yeah. He was outstanding his first couple years in Tennessee, and we saw how good the Titans were the last two years. I mean, he was a big part of their success. He comes over to Philly. Jalen Hurts is kind of in a prove-it year. You know, like they snuck in the wild card last year, but got shellacked by Tampa in the first round. You know, so I think they're looking to see, all right, can we roll with Jalen Hurts? Will he take that step forward? Um, they ran the ball very well last year, but it looks like they're going to kind of go with this like three-headed running back approach type thing, which, you know, if the guys stay healthy, that works, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I, I, I like Philly in this division. I, I, um, I'm still, believe it or not, taking the Cowboys to win this okay. division, but it, I've got it very close. You know, I've got the Commanders going 8-9 and nine and being okay. right there, the Giants going 6-11, and 11, the Eagles at 9-8 and eight and being a wild card team, which they were last year, and then the Cowboys at 9-8 and eight slash 10-7. Okay. See, and that seven. was going to be my next question because I could see all of these teams, save for maybe the Giants, hovering around that 8-10 to 10 win mark. That's it. I And that's I could see them all at 8-10. to 10. So I've got the Commanders as the first team out of the playoffs, but... I've got them at eight and nine, and the other two at nine and eight. So I think it's going to be a really close division. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be those three just kind of duking it out, and I don't see it being, you know, somebody goes twelve and five or thirteen and four and runs right. away with yeah, it. Yeah, no, you know? I don't think so. But I'm with you. I whoever makes it, I think they're one and done again for the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see it, but I've got the Eagles in as a wild card, okay, and then okay. I've got the Cowboys winning the division okay. by just a hair, but not winning a playoff game again. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, so do you think? So quick question: Do you think Mike McCarthy finishes the season? 
I think McCarthy finishes the season and then is fired at the end of the year. Okay, yeah, after like, that, that yeah. game, that first game matchup, yeah, he, yeah, he gets fired. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, after he All loses right. that first playoff game again, okay. he gets fired, okay. and uh, they'll try to bring Sean Payton out of retirement, or yeah. they'll just turn it over to Kellen Moore, the uh, the offensive coordinator, who they, you know, bent over backwards to keep on the on the staff last year. So. Okay. Okay. I, I think I think you've got two guys waiting in the wings to take over for McCarthy. I think Jerry Jones will do everything he can to not fire him during the year. As long as the Cowboys have a chance at making the playoffs right. and can sneak in, I think he's okay until they lose that first playoff game, and then he'll get the axe immediately after okay. the game. But okay. There's my prediction on McCarthy. Okay. All right, All right brother. I can hey. do it. All right. All right, let's head over to the NFC North, yes, of course. Um, you know, the Packers are there. No Devontae Adams. You know, no. you've got the Vikings. You've got the Bears. You've got the Lions. Yep. Um, Mikey, of course, yep. you know, as a non-Packer fan and uh-huh. non-biased here, I'm intrigued to get your take on the NFC North. Okay, so I, I, I'm just going to uh, break it down like this. Uh, the Packers are going to win. Um, they, they just they have too much going for them anytime you have – yes – there's some kind of unproven, like, you know, some question marks with regards to the receivers there yeah. in Green Bay. Um, you know, Rodgers doesn't have, you know, Devontae Adams to throw it to and stuff like that. Um, but he'll make it work. Yeah, uh, He's totally. smart enough to make it work. Yep. You know, he's already kind of called out the guys or whatever. And they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Your head coach sure. will figure it out. You guys will you'll be okay. Um, after that, I, I think the Vikings probably finished second in the division. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, Kirk Cousins is still there, if I'm not mistaken. He right? is, yeah. yeah he's and still there. Dalvin new, Cook at running back. And, he can uh, stay healthy. Justin new, Jefferson. New coach, if I'm not mistaken. New right? coach, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Like some, you know, yeah. similar to the Cowboys situation, save for like a new coach and stuff. Like you have the makings of, uh, you know, or even the Commanders, for example. You, you've got the makings and like the yeah. brewing of something. It just hasn't completely gelled in the way that you yeah. would like it to, right? Yeah. So I, the Chicago Bears are interesting just because of Justin Fields and stuff like that, but it's still the Bears. And, yeah. you know, while I think they could finish around the 500 mark, yep. um, I don't think it's going to be enough in that division um, or to even claim right. a wild card spot. Yep. And then the Lions, as much as they're a feel-good story and you have all of the stuff that went on in terms of their HBO show and all that other kind of stuff, Sure. And the coach, by all accounts, seems like he's like Campbell, a motivated high energy guy, guy yeah, good I mean, motivator, just, and all right, that. Exactly. Sure. But then it's still the lines. So yeah. I, you know, until proven otherwise. Yes. No. Yeah. By all accounts, dude, like the Lions could be a team that could just completely blow things out of the water and just be a surprise team. I agree, actually. But yes. but I, I just don't think in the long term and over a seventeen game season. You know, much like, you know, with my Cardinals, you you know, you could start off strong, but it's how you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to our point, to our opening segment with the Rams, you know, they didn't start off particularly great last year, and then they went on to win a Super right, Bowl. Right, right, yeah. I think the Lions might start off okay, and they start off great. I mean, they had one of the worst records, if not the worst record last year outside yeah, of the Jets, yeah, right? Yeah, So, like... You know, they have a relatively easy schedule. Yes, yes, So they do. that could work to their yeah. benefit, yep. provided they show up to play. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, as good as they might be, as far as a feel-good story, I, I think they finished at last again in, in the NFC. Okay. Um, you know, Mikey, well said. I, I think you did a great job taking us through there, the NFC North. I mean, very much in agreement. I do have the, I have the Lions, you know, 
taking a slight step forward. I still have them finishing last in the division at 6-11, and 11, but the potential is there. If they can win a couple of the close games, I have them losing to get to 8-9. I don't think that's unrealistic. Sure. So I, I'm with you. There's potential there for them to kind of be one of those feel-good stories because I think if they go 8-9, they're going to be right there close to one of those wild cards, which would be a great story Absolutely. for the Lions. Sure. Uh, at the end of the day, though, with you over a 17-game season, I think they're going to end up finishing last there. Yeah. So. The Bears I have at 7-10. and 10. Um, Next, again, you got Justin Fields. You have something going there, but they didn't give him any weapons at all right. in the offseason. Draft, they went defense again. Yeah. And it's it's a new coach, and it's a new offensive coordinator again. And I just I don't like that. And you didn't go out and get any new weapons. Yeah. So how different are you really He didn't have weapons be? to begin with. He didn't you... have weapons to begin with, you know. And it, shout out to my brother who sent uh, a really funny meme to, to my dad and, and I the other day, which was, uh, you know, Aquanimius St. Brown is currently the Bears' number two wide receiver. He, the, who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it said um, he was Green Bay's number six wide receiver last year. He's currently the Bears' number two wide receiver, and Bears fans think they have a better wide receiver group than the Packers this year because we traded oh. Devontae Adams. So it's okay. like, go ahead. You guys keep sipping that Kool-Aid. You took our number yeah. six wide receiver, and you're excited that you have a better wide receiver Well, group, I mean, but. no, look, I, to, to that point, though, I mean, you know, you're playing behind Devontae Adams and the other receivers that yeah. you had on the Packers right. roster. Yeah, I mean, you could be a talented receiver, but you're playing behind some of the best. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the top ten type guys. So, I can understand that, and you never know. I mean, these guys could break out, and, yeah. you know, whatever. But, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Like, yeah. that's, that's, let's pump the brakes just a smidge. That's okay? it. Okay, so who do you got next, dude? Who's so coming then, up next? Well, I've got the Vikings, then, but again, oh, shocker. at, at shocker. 7 and 10, okay. but... Looking at them, I think the Vikings have potential to be a little bit better. But they have a brutal schedule. If you look at the Vikings' schedule, it is it is it's just gnarly. brutal. So okay. it's going to be tough even to get to eight or nine wins. They can do it, but they're going to have to play better. Here's the thing, right? So now we went, they, they went off the Sean McVay coaching tree for their new hire. Mike Zimmer was the old coach, yep. defensive Correct. coach. They had a good defense. They lost some of the guys because, you know, they had to pay them. They couldn't afford to keep everybody. The defense fell behind. So the offense, you've got, like you pointed out, Kirk Cousins is back again. You have Justin Jefferson, up-and-coming wide receiver, Dalvin Cook. You still mm-hmm. have some pieces offensively there. Adam Thielen, wide receiver, until he gets hurt inevitably halfway through the year. But the problem is, is they didn't really get much better defensively. And now you pivoted and went with an offensive coach. So while I think they will be better offensively, I don't know how much better they're going to be defensively. Okay. And that, that unit was not that good the last two years so for me with the tough schedule i've got them at seven and ten okay okay maybe they get to eight or nine wins and challenge for one of the final wild card spots but with all of that yeah that's where i'm at there green bay winning the division i have the packers going 12 and 5 maybe 11 and 6 the schedule is very doable despite being the one seed last year and then the defense is going to be very good. Uh, you know, they w- ended up being number nine last year in total defense. They return everybody. You know, the whole defense is back intact. And including a guy like Jair Alexander, excuse me, he only played in three games last year, Pro Bowl cornerback. He signed an extension. He's healthy. Presumably you're going to have him all season long. 
Douglas, the breakout corner, who sealed the deal against you guys last year with that pick in the end zone. Mm -hmm. The money that they didn't pay Devontae, they used to re-sign him and re-sign Devondre Campbell, who rated out as the best inside linebacker okay. last year, pro bowler, to keep those guys in-house. So I'm actually, I was talking with my buddy uh, Tom last night, we were going through the, the season, shout out to him, Giants fan, but mm -hmm. I had told him, Dude, this is the first time, and I couldn't even tell you how long, I'm more excited about my defense going into the season than the offense. offense. Last time we won the Super Bowl, yeah, it was Aaron Rodgers, and he played out of his mind, kind of had his breakout, you know, through mm -hmm. that that postseason. But we had a really good defense that year, and that's what most people probably don't remember. We yeah. had a really yeah. good safety, uh, Nick Collins, who ended up hurting his neck the following year and ended up being, having to retire, but he was a Pro Bowl safety and was actually graded out at the end of that Super Bowl year as the number one safety in the league. We had Charles Woodson. Right. We had a whole number. Of, we had Clay Matthews, long yeah. hair, just won the Rookie of the Year, getting a whole bunch of sacks. We had a really good D. This defense, I think, is going to be better. Um, so I'm excited about the defense. So for me, it's it's the defense, it's the running game. And you start to look around, and you can obviously Aaron Rodgers still the best quarterback in the division. I think you can make the argument with A.J. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, we still have the best running back combo in the okay. division. And then you start looking at other positions. I think we've got the best offensive line because Bakhtiari is back this year, our left tackle we didn't have all of last season. And then you switch it over to the defense, make the argument, we got the best corner, the best sure. linebacker, and the best edge rusher in Preston Smith in the division. So it's tough for me to say, hey, this team's going to beat the Packers. Right, I don't right. think we're going to be – quite as good last year record wise and all that but i think it's going to be 11 and 6 12 and okay, 5 and they okay. win the division again so my, my question for you then as a packers fan yeah. though, is yes you're, you're you're praising your defense and you're excited about your defense and all that kind of stuff and you, you've got some offensive talent there you know you're running backs and all that kind of stuff and of course you've got rogers arm but my question though is that as excited as you are about that defense, if if an opposing team's defense is that good, where you guys that you can get Aaron Rodgers three and out, three and out, three and out, and that defense has to keep going on the field, yeah, and you're you're getting worn down, do you think that has any prolonged effect over the course of that season to where like Rodgers is going to get frustrated with the fact that like. Dude, I'm not even out on the field. Like I can't, oh, yeah. I can't well, be an MVP yeah. if I'm not on the field. Oh yeah, I mean, I you, you don't want to you don't want to rely on the defense too much. And sure. obviously, when you just turn around and you're gonna give Aaron Rodgers fifty million dollars, like you know, it, it's funny listening to some people, Colin Coward in, in particular, who's had a field day this offseason, talk about how terrible we're gonna be offensively <laughs> because we traded Devontae Adams. Sure. Like, Somehow forgetting, yeah, I could give you a list of 15 wide receivers that have left during Aaron Rodgers' career, sure. and you will not have heard of them because they didn't do anything after right. they left Green Bay. Devontae's great. He'll have a great year. Yeah. Will he be the best receiver in the league? Probably not because right. you can only sustain that for so long. Correct. Um, plus, you know, yeah, he played with Derek Carr in college, but that was many moons ago at this yeah. point. Him, him and Aaron Rodgers had that relationship sure. from literally throwing the ball to each other 500,000 times. It takes a while to get that chemistry going. So, yeah, sure. we're breaking in some young receivers. It, there's some question marks, but you're still returning Aaron Jones at running back, A.J. Dillon. Your other wide receivers are still back. Granted, they're going to be kind of in prove-it mode. Randall Cobb is old at this point. Now, right. you know, like, I'm not, you know, not going to say 
we're going to be this dynamic, you know, offense that throws it all over. But I'm really hoping we're going to try to run the ball a little bit okay. more, go back to more play action, work work maybe some double tight end sets. So the offense will look a little different. And I think what you're going to see is more of Aaron Rodgers spreading the ball around, okay. which is what he did more at the beginning of his career. Okay. And I think hopefully that th- that'll be a little bit more of the mix. So they're going to be a little bit more a little on the more. clock management side. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay. Because and you know, again, you get to January, and you're playing playoff football in Green Bay. You have to run it, even if yeah. you have Aaron Rodgers. And we saw that last yeah. year in the San Francisco game, and really the year before that in the Tampa Bay game. If you can't run it, it when the weather's cold and crappy. It, it's not going to happen. You right. know, you got to yeah. be able to run the football. San Francisco barely outran us in that yeah, game, yeah, and it yeah. was enough to win, you know, block punt and so on. But um, so, yeah, dude, that, yeah. I mean, okay. that's my take there. Okay. I, I, I do think, yeah, if, if the offense doesn't get going, it will have an impact on that defense by the end of the year. So, you know, I, I think there will be some growing pains because sure. you're working in some young receivers. Which would but... be indicative of an 11-6 and six and 12-5 and five type yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, after going 13-4, and 14-3, and three, whatever it right, was the last, right. last year. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. All, All right. right. All so right, we're enough. both in agreement. Mike and I like the Packers, but yeah, nobody else to yeah. get in the playoffs out of that division. I, I can roll with that. All right, my friend, let's go down the, the NFC South now. Okay. Where it appears to be, you know, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and everybody else. But, yep. uh, you know, what do you think about that NFC South? Are you, are you drinking the Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid Carolina or not really? Look, I, I, I think I, this this to me probably, possibly, could be like the hard, one of the hardest divisions to actually kind of break down and predict. Okay. And my reasoning is this. Tom Brady's got a lot going on. Tom Brady does have a lot going and on. And he's human. He is human. Yes. Um, I think this is the season that he comes back to earth. And yeah, uh, new coach, so Todd Bowles. Yep. Um, you know, you don't have Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk's um, gone. You know, you, you're... Don't have Antonio Brown. Don't have an AB. Yep. Um, you know, you, you've got some question marks. You know, you, you've got the lingering issues with the Miami Dolphins and that whole situation. Um, you know, you've got all this hoopla going around about Tom Brady taking some time off during preseason um, and training camp and so forth. Um, And, you know, and some of that possibly pertaining to, you know, his personal life. Um, And, you know, as much as you want to talk about, like you get in between those lines and all that other stuff goes away, I don't think that's going to be the case. And look, I, I don't, I think the Buccaneers could poss- potentially win this division solely based upon the fact that they have Tom Brady, but I think right. he's going to be human. And I, I, I think, think so too. Yeah. I, like you were talking about with some of those, you know, with uh, the NFC um, North, I, I do think, um, or even the NFC South, excuse me. Uh, no, uh, sorry. Uh, the NFC East. Uh, this is a division where I think some of these teams can be nine and eight, 10 and seven. I, I don't yeah. think the Buccaneers are going to run away with this at twelve and five or anything like that. I could very easily see a ten and six or ten that. and seven yeah, record. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I I do think that you know with, when it comes to the Panthers and the Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold situation and Baker obviously is getting the start tomorrow against his former team, the Browns, yes. that we've talked yeah. about. Yep. Um, you know, the Panthers are another one of those teams where they seem to like early in the season or going into the season they have like all of these like you know look at this and look at that and they've got this going for them and they've got that going for them but they just for whatever reason injury and and just 
lackluster play and all that kind of stuff don't seem to have it going. Um, but having said that, you know, something like the Baker Mayfield situation and, you know, playing the Browns tomorrow and all that other kind of stuff, those can be kind of those uh, galvanizing type situations that really rally around a team. Well said. I would idea. not I, be surprised yes. that the Panthers actually win this division. Ooh, um, he is drinking I, the, the I, Carolina I do, I do think so because, I mean, look, Carolina Tampa Bay's had Kool-Aid. their stretch. They've had their run. But Tom Brady's 50 years old. Like, or 47 or 45 or whatever the heck he is. Like, there's only so much. And I don't know about that offensive line. I, I don't know. There's question marks, man. Like, there's just too many question marks. Um, and so okay. Atlanta's, yeah. you know, Atlanta and New Orleans, they are what they are. I, I mean, you know, Matt Smith is finally not there in Atlanta uniform. Like, you know, you, you, you've got... I don't think either one of those teams. They're, they're going to be, you know, 5-12, and 12, maybe, you know, 6-11, and 11, you know, whatever, if they're sure. lucky. But I think this comes down to the Panthers and the Bucks, and I could see the Panthers taking this division. Wow. All right, Mikey. I like it. I like your take there. So, um, look, I think you did a great job of, of pointing out all of the adversity. It's not been a, a normal offseason for Tampa and certainly not for Tom Brady, right? I mean, look, it, we, those reports came out. It seemed like him and probably the wife, Giselle, were halfway on their way to Miami and all of a sudden, hey, by the way, nope. So if you are going to play this year, it's got to be for Tampa Bay, period. And oh, by the way, I'm sure Tampa Bay's GM was like, nah, dude, I'm not going to trade you. You know, you retired. I'm not going to trade you if you unretire. No, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to be the GM that traded Tom Brady. You know, so that that was never going to happen. So... And then the, the injuries along the offensive line. They had one of their better O-linemen retire. We talked about this before, but, again, one of their better guards left, joined the Bengals in free agency. You pointed it out. There's no Gronkowski there, no A.B. This stat is a great one, Mikey. 39% of Tom Brady's targets slash you know, conversions on third down last year were to, between Gronk and A.B. Yeah. So he kind of lost the security blanket, guys, that yeah. he goes to on third down. And... You know, if you know Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they like those third down security blankets. The yeah. guy they know they can go to. Sure. I need to have this third and six. I'm going to Gronk. Boom. Right. And he would get it for you. Yeah. You know, so not having that is going to make a difference. The offensive line not being as good. And, and they're down to some backups already there. Like even, even guys that are starting that are new starters are hurt. So... Tristan Wirfs, their first-round pick, has already missed some time in camp. He should be healthy for tomorrow. But when you've already got maybe your best guy who is just coming into his second year on the line right. and he's already banged up, yeah, it's it's not good. You know, if you look, Tom Brady's always had a really good old line. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm with you. I, I still have, based on the fact that it's Tom Brady, uh, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Baker Mayfield are your quarterbacks in that division. I still have Tampa winning it, but I have them going ten and seven. By no means a runaway. Right. You know, not going to be a top three. You know, top three seed like they have been the last couple years. So I've got them going ten and seven. I've got the Panthers. At first, I had them like seven and ten. I I pivoted a little bit. I've got Carolina now going eight and nine and winning okay. winning a tie break to get in as the final playoff. Wow. Team. Okay. Winning a tie break over San Francisco, wow. which we'll get to in a minute. Okay. So okay. I pivoted mainly because and I thought you did a great job of, of setting up 
what tomorrow's game could mean for Carolina for this season. You know, don't underestimate Baker Mayfield coming in there. He's going to be the starter now. This is a team that's got some talent. Mm-hmm. You know, McCaffrey's back and healthy. Yeah. We all know the coach there is on the hot seat. You know, he needs to win. Otherwise, he's going to get the axe too. They've been trying to get the quarterback position right for the last couple of years. And then you've got the Browns have not really been so subtle. A lot of stuff has come out the last week or so. Little little slight jabs at Baker. You know, everybody on Cleveland's team is right, you know, it's yeah. kind of taking a little jab. The way that that all went down. So when you're sitting there and, and these guys know it, Baker goes out there and he's fired up and he leads Carolina to that week one win and, you know, a big, like, screw you to his former team. That's going to get guys fired up. That's right. going to get them galvanized. That's going to go, hey, all right, you know, like we, we showed up. Baker delivered for us. Yeah. All right, we can we can trust this guy. We can roll with this guy, and we can win some football games. That could be a huge springboard for the rest of the season. Absolutely. It was it was, it was was a great move for them to pick him up, and a lot, a lot of it just because they were playing Cleveland in week one. I mean, how could you not want to do that? Yeah. Especially Deshaun Watson not playing for Cleveland. I right. mean, Carolina's got to have an advantage playing at home in this game. So, but I, I'm with you. I just think that they kind of they could be set up for that like galvanizing win that kind of gets them going and off with some momentum. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you. That's what I see there. I got New Orleans going seven and ten. They should be pretty good defensively, but okay. uh, you know, Jameis Winston was playing well into the knee injury last year. But again, it's a new coach. They Dennis Allen, who was their D coordinator, but you know they pivoted from a long time offensive coach now they're going defense so it's going to be interesting to yeah. see what happens there the falcons weren't particularly good last year with matt ryan i'm not sure how they're going to be better with with marcus mariota you know what i mean right, so right. um although i think mariota will will surprise a little bit but can he stay healthy for a whole year? That's going right. to be a big thing but i didn't like how atlanta drafted either i i think atlanta taking you know, a tight end two years ago when you didn't have anybody on your D-line or O-line is really... Nobody builds from the tight end position in the NFL. I just don't think they're going about it the right way. I'm not really sure what Atlanta's doing, so I've got them finishing last at 5-12. Okay. and 12 Okay. And would be shocked if they got to six wins, to be honest with you. So Okay. We'll see what happens there. but uh, And they have a new coach as well, so yeah. uh, it, it'll be interesting. But right, right. Mikey and I in agreement. Mikey likes the Panthers to sneak out that division. I think Tampa will get it, but I like both to make the playoffs. Okay. Again, not necessarily running away with anything. And now, Mikey, that brings yeah. us, of course, to the NFC West. Yes. We have the defending Super Bowl champ sitting there with the Rams. We have your Arizona Cardinals. Correct. We have the 49ers. And yep. then, of course, we have the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, Mikey, again, this looks to be a stacked division. At least three out of the, those four teams look to be very, very difficult again. Tough teams. What do you like, my friend? Is it is it the year for your Cardinals to win this division? Are they the team that takes the step forward? Or is it the Rams? Or... <sighs> Is it Trey Lance or Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say Geno Smith, but Yeah. No. Um Look, I you know, th- I think this one's this one's kinda hard. I I think it comes oh. down to the bottom line for me is I think it comes down between the Cardinals and the Rams. Yep. I think similar to last year. Yeah. Um I I think, you know, obviously we've already talked about it, the Rams are already 0 and one out the gate. Um, so, Hey, if the Cardinals win tomorrow, then boom, we're, you know, but we got the chiefs. So yeah, there's that. Um, 
But, you know, e- even still, I, look, I, I think that um, the Rams are going to be the Rams. They're, they're far too talented. They're far too well coached. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, um, to kind of pick against them. I think the Cardinals, look, King, Cliff Kingsbury's, his, you know, his, like the Panthers coach, his butt's in the hot seat. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he I, I would much rather, if I'm the Cardinals, I would much rather start off one and three and then finish strong than, than start to gate out. Six and one you know, and you then know, go yeah, two exactly. and five and yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to, you know, go undefeated over the course of nine games or whatever and then completely flounder over the following eight games. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather it the other way around. Look, you know, Kyler Murray got his extension. You know, yeah. he, he got his yeah. new contract. He got paid. He, he got what he wanted, right? So, you know, he better go out and show it and, and, and when the games matter, when, yeah, when there's, yeah. there's something to be said when we're talking yes. week 13, 14, 15, when, you know, we're potentially jockeying for playoff position, um, you know, whether it be with the Rams or for the wild card, for the division, whatever, um, you know, Kyler better go up, put up or shut up. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I, agree. I think that, um, you know, it's, it's. He's got his extension, so I can't say it's it's not a contract here, obviously. So I can't say his butt's on the line or anything like that. But Kingsbury's is, yeah. And our GM, you know, his butt's on the line a little bit. But look, you know, they went out and they got Hollywood Brown. Yeah, that was a good move. Um, that was a great move by them. Uh, you know, JJ Watt is back um, in the fold. Uh, supposedly he's healthy. He's good to go. We still have Buda Baker. We still have a lot of the other, you know, good defenders and the good, you know, hey, uh, up we, and coming Isaiah Simmons and linebacker. Right. We, I, I, we've got yeah. we've got some really good pieces. Zach Ertz obviously is back. Um, you know, uh, D Hop is coming back in week seven. Um, you know, after his uh, six game suspension for PEDs. Uh, you know, so that's something. That's why I'm saying, like, if we could tread water and go three and three, and then get D Hop back in the fold, and then kind of go from there, I'm cool with that. Um, I do, you know, but I do think I like the Rams overall to win this division. Okay. I, I, and okay. the Cardinals finishing second. Okay. Um, I, I do think that we could, you know, probably finish somewhere in the ballpark of 12 and 5, 11 and 6 yeah, okay. again. I, I think that's yep. very realistic for us. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as the other two teams, I think the Niners just have so much. They're kind of like the, the, the Cowboys of the NFC West because they have a lot of stuff going on around them but not a whole lot of substance there, right? Yeah. Like, they, they've got these peripheral pieces, they've got these pieces, and, and, mm-hmm. and they're, like, really good, and it's like, yeah, that's awesome, but then you've got, like, so many question marks and so much drama. Like, to the point of the last week, a lot of the conversation and stuff that I've read has talked about how Trey Lance was not named a captain. Yes, yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, so you chose this guy. You said, yeah. he's our guy. Yeah. It's not Jimmy G. Yeah. But then we're not going to make him a captain. Right, yes. You know, and quarterback, like, every other team, like, the quarterback is, like, one of the captains. Captains, yeah. And not only that, but then Shanahan comes out and he's like, they've had seven captains. I read this the other day. They had, they've had seven captains on their team for the last couple seasons. For whatever reason, this season, he decides to go with six. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason. And the, the reasoning, from what I can recollect, wasn't really valid. It was just like, well, we can do it. We don't yeah, have to have seven. Yeah, we don't have to have seven. Let's have but six. But Trey Lance was not one of those guys. Not to mention, okay, the fact that you didn't trade Jimmy G, which means that as much as you want to sit there in the public eye and all that other kind of stuff and say, yep, Lance is our guy. Yeah. Lance is our dude. Yeah. He's our guy. But then you go, 
you, you mean whether it was to Carolina, whether it's to Seattle, whether it was, you know, you didn't like what offers yeah. you potentially had, whatever it was, you didn't trade Jimmy G. Yep. Not only that, but then you restructure his deal, and part of his deal, if I'm not mistaken, is a no-trade clause. I think so. So, you you, you don't want... You, you name the other guy. Yeah. Then you don't make him a captain, but then yeah. you keep the guy that has helped you lead you to an NFC Championship game. And a Super Bowl a few years and back. And a Super yeah. Bowl a few years yeah. back. And you keep him on the roster just in case. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think there's just too many question marks there. I don't I don't like it. I think the Niners finish third. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I think Jimmy G ends up number one guy again. I, yeah. I think Trey yeah. Lance is going to come out the gate. He's going to get the start in the first couple games. They get walloped. That that he's going to get yoked, and yeah. Jimmy G's right back in there. Yeah. Um, and the, the Seahawks love Geno Smith. Um, you know, uh, they've got some good thing, you know, DK Metcalf is an exciting player. Um, I think he's kind of got lost in the shuffle amongst yeah. all the other people. Yeah, yeah. Just because the Seahawks aren't exactly have been the Seahawks uh, that right. people are used to seeing in that division or in football in general. Um, but I, I think that you know it's a rebuild year for Seattle. Totally. Um, you know they're they're waiting their wings. You know they're they're just kind of playing it out until the draft next season when they can potentially go get their quarterback and you yeah. know whatever and Pete yep. Carroll can redo his thing. So I think the Seahawks finish last. But look, I, I again, I think it's the Rams, the Cardinals, the Niners, and then the, the Hawks. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think the Niners, I think they're probably 9-8, eight, 8-9. And eight. Yeah, that's exactly uh, where I I wouldn't I even them. be surprised if they're 7-10. and ten. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Seahawks, I think they're lucky if they get five wins this year. Yeah. Um, to be honest. Uh, but that's what, that's what I'm going with with the NFC West. Okay, brother. I like it. I like it. You know, I'll start at the bottom. Seattle, yeah. I mean, I've got the Seahawks going three and fourteen. I I, okay. I don't think it'll be a great. That's year, my birthday, but... by the way. Pat. Oh wow, 3, there we go. Yeah, all so... right. But look, you know, I so many people are. Well, I don't know what Seattle's doing. This. What what is Seattle doing? What's Seattle doing at quarterback? What are they doing? They're doing exactly what they should do after they traded Russell Wilson. So yeah. Russ wanted out. They yep. made the trade. In this division that features your Cardinals and the defending champion Rams and the Kyle Shanahan coach 49ers, there was no other quarterback that they could go out on the market after they made that trade that you could bring in and and then make the argument that they would be competitive in this division. There was no quarterback out there. So you traded your disgruntled guy, and you got a pretty good haul in return for that. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to play to next year a very heavy quarterback draft. Uh-huh. They're just playing for Bryce Young, guys. Bryce Young won the Heisman last year at Alabama. Alabama's 2-0 and already this year. He's looking just won, fantastic. They just won a close one today. Won a close one against a good Texas team today. They're playing for the number one pick. Bryce Young is electric. He's going to be Russell Wilson 2.0. He can run the ball. He can throw it. He has all the intangibles. He's not a gimmick guy. He very much can throw it downfield and make some impressive throws. That's what they're doing. You yeah. got you've got one of these. I don't want to say can't miss guys, but it's one of these. You know, like right. last year's draft, not this past year, but the year before with all the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Like the Andrew Luck draft, where you look at the top and you go, Herbert from a yeah. couple years. You know, there's a couple guys that we could get that can be difference makers right, right. away. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And I think they're doing it the right way. You know, like you don't need. Don't throw waste money on quarterback right. this year. That's not going to help you be competitive in a really tough division. 
get your young guys out there. Yeah. See what you have with your young get players. Get them some experience. You're, yeah. You you tied up DK Metcalf. He's not going yeah. anywhere. Go get your your quarterback of the future next year with the number one pick in the draft. That's what Seattle's doing. I don't have a problem with it. I think yeah. it's actually a good idea. Smart. Um, it, exactly because Russ, you're starting to pay too much money. Yeah. And they couldn't afford to pay their other guys. Yeah. Now you're going to get a rookie quarterback. You can go and pay other guys. This is the right way to do it. Yeah. The 49ers, Mikey, I thought you did a great job of taking us through. Originally, I had them going like 9-8 and eight and getting in the playoffs. And the more I started to think about it and break it down, hearing you know Trey Lance not being voted a captain, it just kind of like, I started to think about last season for them. And they were 3-8 and eight at one point. Jimmy G comes back after not playing, playing, and being kind of hurt, comes back. Played good down uh-huh. the stretch. Uh-huh. But it was the Shanahan's, you know, offensive genius and being able to take Debo Samuel and use, use, use him as a all bulldozer over the place. Right. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Debo Samuel carries that team on his back the last six games, gets him in the playoffs. Jimmy G played good the last five games of the year. He was one of the better quarterbacks in the league, believe it or not, top three, but then doesn't play good in the playoffs at all. For a situation where you trade it up, on a team that was coming off a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, you traded up to take a quarterback and still ended up with the same quarterback and like started the year really badly. That was the best possible outcome for them was to get in the playoffs, make a run, get all the way to the MC title game. What's the likelihood all of that is going to break the magic, same way? Yeah. All that magic's yeah. going to happen again. I don't see that happening. Right. We've talked about it before. I, San Francisco is a, a talented team, really well-coached team. Prob- even in a division as McVay, excuse me, probably the best coach in that division. He certainly has uh, Lafleur's number. You know, the Packers can't beat him to save their life. But, yeah. But you can't botch the quarterback position. You know what I mean? And then, like, Jimmy G... You could have traded him for a fourth-round pick early in the offseason. You didn't. And then you re-signed him to a contract instead, yeah. make him the highest-paid backup. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just – I'm not sure what they're doing there because they're, they have a really good roster. Yeah. But you're, the way you're going about the quarterback position can very easily fracture a locker room. Yeah. I mean – and I think you're already well, seeing you're gonna that. Well, you're going to have Team Jimmy G. You're going to have Team Trey Lance. Yeah, Lens, yeah. You whether know, it's your it's, offense or yeah, your defense. It, like, you know, you don't have that one guy to kind of, you know, rally behind and, you know, like the Baker Mayfield situation. Like, you don't you don't have that. I mean, that was what was smart about what Carolina yeah. did. Is, yeah, going into that, especially after they made that trade, it was like, okay, yeah, you have Sam Darnold. But then the question became like, okay, well, this is the, this is the situation. And... You know, Carolina's coach yeah. came out pretty quickly after the first game or two of, you know, preseason. was like, yep, Baker's our guy. Yeah. And made that the case right yep, then and right, there. Right, so right. then it's like, yep. okay, you can prep for that. Yeah. You can do all that kind of yeah. stuff. Not to say that 49ers haven't done that per se, but there's been so many question marks and so many things that even for the layman, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I don't think they have yeah. much faith in uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't. Like they're trying to save face because yeah. they traded up to get him, so they're they're claiming that he's the number one guy and all this other kind of stuff. But then, it, like you said, it comes out you're not a captain. Like I don't know, man. Like that's the one when you anybody, even if you don't watch football, like name a position in football, quarterback, quarterback. Everybody yeah. knows quarterback. Yeah, like that's the that's the head. That's usually the yeah. face of the franchise. You're that's right. usually yeah. the guy that's out. You know, I mean, yep. and, and you don't know what you got. You don't know what you're doing. 
exactly. I mean, Trey Lance, I liked him when they picked him. I, yeah. I liked him coming out. Yeah. I don't like how, like, like we've talked about, they've managed that whole situation the last year and a half. So it'll be interesting. Trey could end up being really good, and if they can stay healthy, that'll be the wild card. They really struggled to stay healthy. Even yeah. in the playoffs last year, they were yeah. really banged up. They they were injured all year last year. So because of that, yeah, I'm going to pump it a little bit on the 49ers. I've got them right there, you know, being right in the mix, but losing that tie break to Carolina for the last playoff spot. Okay. Then I've got the Rams going 9-8. and eight Wow. As making it in as a wild card. Okay, okay. Um, I think there's going to be some regression. I had them – I haven't changed any – this is where I had them before the game the other night. Even okay. before okay. the, you know – Okay. The Mike Tyson circa 86 uppercut to the jaw that they took the other night, even before that, I still had him taking a step back. Again, okay. they, losing losing what they lost along the O-line, winning the Super Bowl as tough as your division is, coupled with playing that really tough schedule now, I, I just figured they would have a little bit of a regression. Yeah. But to your point, they're talented, they're really well coached, they're going to make the playoffs again. But I see it being 9-8, and 10-7. and seven. Okay. And there's a wild card this time around. Okay, okay. Which means I have your Cardinals winning the division, wow. Mikey. And in a okay. very, um, okay. you know, I, actually when I looked at their schedule, I kind of had them doing exactly what you were hoping for, starting the season a bit slow, and then the schedule seemed to get a little lighter toward the end of the year, and I had them kind of picking up steam as the season went on okay. and pulling away to win that division down the stretch. So I see them starting maybe like 3-3, three and three, and then from there, being able to okay. go, you know, turn it up a little bit. Finish the season 8-3 and three from that point, something like that, 8-2. Okay. I've got the Cardinals going 11-6, winning that division, getting Sweet. into the playoffs. I'll take um, it. Yeah, so, uh, I, I, look, it, they're talented. Yeah, they don't have D-Hop for the first six games, but you got Hollywood Brown. I know Rondell Moore is a little banged up. Tomorrow's game will be a tough one. You know, Andy Reid uh, just doesn't lose when he has time to prepare, and, and the Chiefs... I heard it yesterday. It was insane. Andy Reid hasn't lost an opener for at least eight years or something like that. So they're they're usually ready to go. Um, that being said, it, it it is in Arizona. It's not yeah. like it's going to be a cakewalk or anything. I think it'll be a good football game. But um, with Rondell Moore, you guys are a little dinged up, of course. You know, going into it. But by the end of the season, uh, you, you just have too much talent. And I and I like your defense a lot, too. So I got the Cardinals. I All think right. they win. All right. Division. I like it. I can there you take go. it. I like it. All right, I'll my friend. It. Dude, we made it through the NFC. Yes. It was, uh, it was something else. It was something else. Now we've got the AFC. Now but we're going to do that AFC. after this quick break. And we'll give you our picks for the AFC, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 2, Episode 28, NFL Preview Extravaganza. Yep. We, uh, Mikey and I took you through, of course, that opening game. We just finished going through the NFC. Now, of course, my friend, we have to go to the AFC, of course. Got to. And Got to we'll, you know, we'll go through kind of the same divisions the way we did the NFC. So we'll head out east, and we'll start out east yep. in the AFC, where, of course, we've got the Bills. We've got, you know, uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh-huh. The Dolphins and the Jets. Uh, Mikey, yep. uh, as always, yep. I'm intrigued to get your take on the AFC East. Who do you like? Who do you the like Jets coming out here? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Just kidding. Yeah. Look, 
this is probably one of the easier ones. It's going to be the Bills. And it's not even going to be funny. The Bills yeah. possibly have the best record in the NFL when all is said and done. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a team that... Even if you take Thursday night's game out of the equation, this is a team that I think could ease, you know, could go fourteen and three, could go thirteen and four, somewhere right in there. Um, you know, I I, I I don't know about fifteen and two or, or you know, sure. fourteen, and, you know, but I think fourteen and three is well within their wheelhouse. Three four losses, I think that's in their wheelhouse. I mean, that defense is scary. I, I just there's you know that offense is scary. I I just don't. They they looked. Every bit a complete football team on Thursday night. Yes, they and did. And so, you know, they, they've got – they've had a whole offseason to think about the mistakes that they made last year yep. and to replay it. And by all accounts, Allen strikes to be a student of the game to where he doesn't want to make the same kind of mistakes again. Uh, and so they've added pieces. Mm-hmm. Ron Miller, I, I just think that it's, it's, it's a, a complete football team and they win they win this division in a landslide. Okay. As far as who's going to finish in the second and third and you know slots, I think the Jets well I'll skip that. I think the Jets finish last. I, yeah, I just fair don't enough. think that yeah. they're the Jets. Yeah. And you know, so yeah. Um enough about that. You know, the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill now, um uh, you know, I, I think that that's intriguing. Yes. I and agree. I think that they have that potential to to possibly, you know, like a lot of teams we've talked about. I think they're going to be mired in kind of mediocrity to where, you know, they might have one one week where they, they show this flash of brilliance and they look amazing and it's it's clicking on all cylinders. And then the following week or whatever, it's going to be a total dud and a letdown. So I think 500 football is probably their best bet. So to the tune of 8 and 9, 9 and 8, maybe even 7 and 10. Okay. Um, the Miami Dolphins could certainly be playing for a wild card spot. Um because I think that, you know, new coach, you know, the former offensive coordinator there for the Niners, he's there now. Uh, you know, I think there's things to be excited about. But, you know, hey, we're in week one. So there's lots of things to be excited about for lots of football teams. That's true. So, But <laughs> at the same time, you not a lot of teams outside of the Raiders can say, or maybe the Eagles can say that they went out and got a number one type receiver in, in Tyree Kill. Yeah, so very I do true. think you have that. However... Miami's quarterback is not Pat Mahomes, so I think that there's going to be a little bit there. But okay. by all accounts, everything that I've read and the little quips here and there, you know, uh, Hill's been talking up, you know, to mm-hmm. up, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's been talking about, you know, how, how good he is and all that sure. kind of stuff, doing the right thing there. The Patriots are such an enigma because we've got this whole situation with two, uh, two play caller offensive coordinator types yeah. on the sidelines, not really sure what's going on there. I think Mac Jones probably has a digression. I, yeah. I think, you know, they kind of captured some lightning in a bottle last year and, and were able to run with that. Uh, I don't think that's replicated here this season. I think they, you know, kind of like Tom Brady down there in Tampa Bay, I think yeah. they kind of come back to, to earth. Sure. Uh, I, I do I do think that uh, they're probably finishing somewhere in the 6 to 11 ballpark. Okay. Uh, maybe 7 and 10. Okay. Um, you know, but yeah, this this division, the Bills run away with it. I just, I don't think the Patriots. I, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't know if I trust the Patriots as much as that's weird to say. Because I know, right? Check, yeah, yeah. And kind of like Greg Popovich, you don't want to yep. bet against them, but at some point in time, they have to show that they bleed too. Yeah. And I, I think his mistake of not picking an offensive coordinator and running with that, yeah, I think Mike, that's going to be a points. problem. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just think that there's just too much. And so, yeah, I think they're, they're mediocre at best. 
Dolphins maybe slightly better. Jets, bleh. So that's that's my prediction. Fair enough, man. Um, well said. Yeah, you know, I I'm with you. I, you know, it's hard to envision a scenario where the Jets are going to take too big of a leap, especially with Zach Wilson starting the year with his knee banged up a little bit. So it's going to be. I think another tough year for them. So I've got the Jets last 5-12. and 12, Not a big surprise. And I've got the Patriots. Again, I agree with you. I think it's going to be regression time. Yeah. You know, um, you look at that team last year, and you had Josh McDaniels, your, your longtime O-co- yeah. you know, O-coordinator, working well with rookie QB Mac Jones. Not a lot of weapons, but they were employing a, a, you know, a run-first kind of ball control and then, you know, rely on the defense. And through the first half of the season, their defense was lights out. Their defense was absolutely phenomenal through the first half of last season. Then they kind of started to come back to earth a little bit. And by the time you got to the playoffs, you ended up getting shellacked by the Bills in that opening round game. But all of that, even with that really good defense clicking and a rookie quarterback playing well without many weapons, you went 10-7. and the offseason, they didn't really do much. I mean, right. you know, they, McDaniels left, of course, became the Raiders coach. And to your point, they have this weird kind of thing going on at O Coordinator from all the reports and what we saw in the preseason. The camp wasn't very good for Mac Jones. It wasn't particularly good for their offense. And the defense, we kind of, kind of know what they're going to do. You know, for the first half of last year, they were doing a lot of unique things with three safeties and stuff like that. By the end of the season teams had kind of figured that out and Josh Allen destroyed them so I look at it and I just again they play a a tougher schedule so all of that to me seems like it's going to be a regression and those Patriots fans are finally going to get tested as to you know can they make it through a losing season for once (laughs) and still be Patriots fans all the way through so but there you go um I do see a regression for them it's just hard to envision them making the playoffs again with what's going on there. And yeah. who knows? Maybe Belichick shows again that, you know, we're all wrong and he's the master and they end up being dynamic and everything. Right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I've got the Dolphins going 10 and 7 okay. and getting a wild card spot, one of the last wild cards. I, the addition of Tyreek Hill, you know, I still was high on Tua. He's won a lot of football games his first two years and kind of had things going against him, you know, despite constant rumors that they're going to trade for Deshaun Watson and try to get Tom Brady and all this other stuff. The kid won quite a few games. Now you bring in Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddell had a great year last year. Now they have all kinds of, you know, quick, quick pass pieces and go down the field. Even at Alabama, Tua's never really threw the ball downfield a whole lot. I think they've got an offense now that's going to cater to him more. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that personnel with Tyreek and everything, their defense was already pretty good. Right. I think they, they can avoid the 1-7 start like last year and then have to rattle off you know, yeah, six yeah. or seven wins in a row. Dolphins will be okay. I think they have a good year and they get, they get in the playoffs. Okay. So this year okay. they get over the hump. They get in as a wild card. And then, you know, to your point, yeah, I've got the Bills going 13-4 and four and the okay. best record in the NFL this year. So... Um, I, even before the other night, felt that way. Yeah. Uh, just the way last season ended, it, it just feels to me like a Buffalo season if everybody can stay healthy. Right. Uh, yeah. Josh Allen looks like a beast. I'm with you. Um, okay. You know, give me the Bills. Yeah. Uh, and they'll probably have it wrapped up with a couple games to play. Um, so there you go, guys. Yeah, Not right. necessarily big surprises there. Nope. 
Um, now we'll go over to the north, where, yeah. you know, last year we had the surprise, surprise, the Bengals. But can they do it again? You know, the Ravens are healthy going yeah. into the season this year. Lamar Jackson did not get his contract extension done, yep. which means ding, 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 this is a contract year. Yep. And seeing all, you know, what these boys are making now, including your boy, you yep. got to think Lamar is motivated to have a big year. Yeah. And you got to think the Ra- the Ravens are. They they barely missed the playoffs despite being very banged up last year. You got them. You've got the Steelers who are rolling with Mitch Trubinsky, but again, have a pretty good defense sitting there. Sure. And then you've got the Browns, who, you know, will not have the services of Deshaun Watson for the first 11 games. Will that be too big of a no hole? No pun intended on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no pun no intended. Pun intended. Yeah, um, okay. Mikey, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. This AFC North is one of the more fascinating divisions for me to try and kind of maneuver through and uh, pick. What do you like, dude? Can the Bengals do it again? Uh, the short answer is yes. Um, I, I think the short, yeah, I think the short answer is yes. I mean, look. You know, Jackson wanted, you know, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray type money and yep, all that other kind yep. of stuff. But, like, you know, him and his mama were trying to negotiate. And, I mean, this just goes to show why it's not necessarily a great idea to not have an agent. Right. Um, you know, to save some money. I mean, because you're you're having to negotiate while you're also having to go out on the field and try and perform. And whether that's training camp or you know, preseason or what have you. Sure. So, you know, I, I think that that's kind of a, a distraction in, in and of itself. Um, you know, but the Bengals, look, you know, they were they were pretty damn close to winning the Super Bowl last year. Um, they've got a lot of good things going for them. They, they added some pieces. Um, you know, I think this is their division to lose until proven otherwise. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, so I, I'm going to pick the Bengals to win the okay, division. Okay, Mikey likes the Bengals. Um, you know, maybe there's a slight you know, uh, setback. Yeah. Just given the fact that the schedule is going to be a little bit harder and, you know, those kinds of things, not to mention, you know, you're the AFC champions, you know, reigning champs. So you're going to have people gunning for you a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, look, man, like that team's got a lot of excitement. They got a lot of good things going for them. Absolutely. So the defense is solid, obviously really, really good. Their offense is pretty, you know, pretty amazing. So I, I just I think it's theirs to lose. I think the Ravens finish in second. I, I okay. think that you know Jackson and company they do enough to 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 get in there. Um, I could very easily see them somewhere in the ballpark of you know uh, eleven and you know eleven and six. Okay, somewhere right in that in that ballpark. You know, kind of. I, I think there's going to be about a game or two separating the Bengals and them. I, okay. I think it's going to be pretty close between those two teams. Okay, look, Cleveland, you know. You're you're running out. God knows who for quarterback tomorrow. Um, don't even know who their name is. Um, I don't you know, know. They're starting Jacoby Brissett tomorrow. Yeah, there I it think is. they're there starting Jacoby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that goes to show you. So look, this is a team that for the the next eleven, twelve games, whatever it is, they're going to have the constant distraction of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I think by the time Watson gets into that puts on a jersey and trots out onto the field, this team is going to be somewhere in the ballpark. What, he's suspended for 11 games, 11 right? games, Mikey. So yeah. I'm going to put them somewhere in the ballpark of 4-7. and seven. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, by the time they get there. And look, we all know when it comes to NFL football that by week 5, week 4, week 5, you have a pretty good idea yeah. of who's the playoff teams, who's going to be jockeying for position, um, injuries have crept in. You're, you're running second secondary guys out there. You're doing all those kinds of things. Look, 
Cleveland, they this is a throwaway year for them as it is because they already knew it when they went out and got Watson. They knew he was probably going to be suspended, although they that was a win for them to take, you know, 11 games up from, you know, the six right, that yeah. it was previous. But it's still a win because at the end of the season, he still gets to put on a uniform. Yeah, he still yeah. gets to do those things. But look, for the rest of the 52 other guys on that roster for the Browns, they are going to be proxy people for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah, and every yeah. team that's going to play the Browns, whether they, you come into their house or you go to their house, you, you know, there's going to be players playing for their moms, playing yeah, for their yeah, daughters, right. playing yeah, for yeah, their yeah, wives, yeah. playing for their aunts, yeah. their sisters, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. So they're going to, they're, you know, they're going to be gunning for the Browns. Yeah. They were a team that dominated the headlines, um, especially after they made this trade, the, you know, uh, the Baker Mayfield drama, how that went down how they've just added fuel to that fire, talking about how immature Mayfield was, even though he led them to their first playoff appearance in, you know, God knows how long, right? Right. So I, I think that, you know, it's just going to be bad news bears for the Browns. This is this is a throwaway season for them. Um, I, I think, I, I, I legitimately think, because they're so well coached, the Steelers have the potential to overtake the Browns and the Browns finished last in this division. Okay. And the Steelers yeah. finished third in this division. Okay. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, outside of um, uh, Bill Belichick's the longest tenured head coach yes. in, in the NFL, yep. if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. He is so incredibly well coached. That defense is still the Pittsburgh defense. Yeah. Um, T.J. You know, and, yeah. and by all accounts, from what I can remember here in the preseason and whatnot, that offense didn't look terrible. No. So if they can at least go out there and manage things a la San Francisco and go out there and kind of do those kinds of things and that defense can go out there and get some turnovers and three and outs and stuff like that and they can get some field goals and get some points on the board, look, I, I think the Steelers potentially finish in third. I, I, I think, okay. you know, much like the Ravens, and the, the, this is going to be top and bottom heavy. Yeah. There, there's, if there was a fifth team, they'd probably slide at number three. Yeah, yeah. Because I think those two, the Browns and the Steelers, probably are within a game or two apiece. Yeah. And I think the Ravens and the Bengals are within okay. a couple games of each other. Okay. But ultimately, I like the Bengals to take the division, and I think Browns finish fourth in this division. Okay. Hey, Mikey, I you know I can't really argue too much. I've got the Browns finishing in last in this division okay. as well. Mainly because I was looking at their schedule, they have a really tough uh, part of the uh, uh, chunk of schedule right in the middle of the year, and so I'm with you. By the time Watson gets back, it's hard for me to envision a scenario where they're better than four and seven. Right. And in that division, and then we haven't even got out to the West yet. That is right. completely stacked. You're going to be too far behind to yep. make anything up at that point. Therefore, I've got them going six and eleven and being in last. I've got the Steelers in third, okay. although I, do, I have them going eight and nine. I, I think the defense, Najee Harris in the running game, Mitch Trubitsky, I don't think is really going to be much of a drop-off over Ro- the last two years, of Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Yeah. So, you know, and, and he won a lot of games for Chicago and got him to the playoffs. Sure. So I think they could have done worse as far as that goes. And they have a good young rookie quarterback waiting if they need to turn to him. So I think Pittsburgh is a little better, okay. but not quite playoff better okay. because they okay. don't have an elite quarterback yet right. and you right. need one. So they're, they'll be there, but more competitive. Okay. And then I've got the Bengals go in, in second. Okay. I've got the Ravens bumping the Bengals. Um, okay. I just, okay. I think Lamar Jackson, I like the Ravens schedule a little bit better, you okay. know, with the Bengals playing the tougher schedule. 
But again, I think this is going to be a really competitive division. So I've got Cincinnati going 9-8. and eight, Okay. A slight regression. One okay. game worse than last year. But hot take, not in the playoffs. They missed the playoffs at 9-8. and wow. eight. So I like Cincinnati. I like their team. Oh. I like their roster. Woo. But they're okay. young. And the the... the the teams, the, the Cinderella team that kind of comes out of nowhere yeah. doesn't always do it the second year sure, in a row. Sure. Um, okay. And okay. I still think they're going to be a really good team, but I I don't, you don't get the luxury of playing, you know, I forgot who the last couple teams were last year that they were able to play to get in the playoffs, but um, the Raiders were one of them, uh, a couple other teams. But anyways, so point no is... Joe Burrow magic, huh? No, nah, you know, I, I think they're going to be good. I've just got them as the odd team out. Now, I would not be shocked at all if they won this division. We're in the playoffs again, and, and yeah. very good, because I do expect them to be good. Right. I, I just, I'm not fully sold. I still think okay. the offensive line does need to get better, um, and I think they're tougher schedule. There's a couple matchups in there I don't like coming down the stretch for them, so... Um, that's re- I got the Ravens ten and seven, so winning okay. the division by a game. Okay. Uh, very close, but kind of that the Steelers, Ravens, and and Bengals kind of beat each other up type of thing. Okay. So okay. that's what I see going on there. All Again, right. I would not be surprised if the Bengals are in the playoffs, but just the way that it ended up breaking, I've got them being the odd team out. Okay. So at nine and eight, okay. uh, that's how I see the North. So there you go, Mikey. Okay. Now we'll uh, go back down to the south where, you know, it's been the Tennessee Titans the last couple years. They traded A.J. Brown. We've got, you know, um, the the running back there. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, excuse me, coming back from injury, of course. Um, we've got the Colts who added Matt Ryan who were a win over Jacksonville in the final game of the season away from making the playoffs. They couldn't get it done. Hence Carson Wentz is no longer there and Matt Ryan's there. So. Oh, oh. And then, of course, we've got the, the Jaguars and Texans. Jacksonville spent a lot in free agency. I think they're maybe one of the more intriguing teams going into this season. But, Mikey, uh, how do you think that South shapes up? Is it going to be the Titans again? Is it going to be somebody else that overtakes the Titans this year? Jacksonville Jaguars winning this division. Wow. Holy smokes, Mikey. Herb wow. Meyer is no longer there. No, he is not. No, he's not. You add not. Doug Peterson there. Right? Yeah, yes. Uh, won a Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Thank you. Uh, thank yep. you for acknowledging yep. my very limited knowledge on <laughs> NFLs. Uh, NFL um, um, stats, uh, records. Uh, so here's here's my thing. Look, man, Trevor Lawrence, He training wheels are off, man. Like, yeah, they are. There's, there's, yep. there's nothing. There's, there's no Urban Meyer... Lab dances. There's no Urban Meyer, you know, uh, shenanigans going on uh, to that's hinder true. this team. It's yeah. football and yeah. it's football yeah. and it's football. There's nothing else going on. He's a talented dude. This guy went number one. Yeah, he didn't get to show it last year. No, he didn't. He, no. he you know, he he, 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 it's this is probably arguably the crappiest division in all of football. Okay, so it's a crapshoot. You you could make an argument for probably. Uh, maybe maybe not the Texans so much, but you could make an argument possibly for any one of these guys. You could, yeah. I, I, I agree. I think this is one of the more open divisions these are all, out there. These are yeah. all teams because yeah. they, they sucked. Their, yep. their schedules are not going to be great or you know uh, hard-ish, yep. right? Yeah. So these are all teams that could finish a game within each other. I could see that Even happening. Even the Texans. Yeah. Because, look, yeah. to me, the Texans, it's addition by subtraction. You got rid of John Watson. You got yeah. rid of him. yeah. 
you, you, you don't have that distraction anymore. That's true. That's a good point, now, Mikey. And, and much like we were talking about with Baker Mayfield, that's a galvanizing thing. Now, I don't know how they played necessarily in, in preseason or anything like that. But look, and yes, Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Matt Ryan was a winner in Atlanta. You know, he, he won playoff games. He did some incredible things there. But as has been the case for the Indianapolis Colts the last several seasons, they've gone with older guys. And outside of what? It was Andrew Luck that ended up like suddenly retiring. Yeah, he's retired out know? of the blue. Yeah, um, yep. You know, they, they've gone with like these older quarterbacks year in and year out, just hoping to like tread water for a season. It's true. So they, unlike what you talked about with Seattle, right? Where Seattle did things right. They're like, look, there's nobody out there. And the Colts are like, oh, please, please have enough yeah, magic yeah, to get yeah, us there. Yeah. Right? So I, I don't know if I trust that. Much like we were talking about with Tom Brady in okay. the NFC. I, I just don't know if Matt Ryan's got enough magic there yeah. in, in, the, in, in Indianapolis. So the Titans have Derrick Henry. Uh, you still have Tannehill as your quarterback. So you've got a winning sort of-ish formula there. But even then, their winning formula has been five, essentially a game or two above 500 football. Yeah. They have not worn, run away with anything. I mean, they won the you know they won the number one seed here you know what last year the year before last whatever it was last year yeah yeah last yeah. year but that was kind of by default like they're they're not a particularly f- uh, football team that I'm like yeah they could definitely yeah. be above five hundred yeah so for me it's just like okay we're talking about the Bengals we're talking about these young up and coming teams we're talking about teams that could potentially get lightning in a bottle and do all these kinds of things for me that's got to be the Jaguars. You, you, you went out there and you stole Christian Kirk. You yeah. know, you signed Christian yeah. Kirk from yeah. the Cardinals. Like, you added pieces around him. They did, yeah. They spent a lot in free agency. You know, they, they were the big they spenders. They went out and did yeah. things to yep. put this team together. You got a proven coach on that sideline. You haven't heard a peep out of that team this entire That's offseason. That's true. Yeah, they've been quiet, just kind of floating along. Yep. What's... Yep. I didn't hear anything about Joe Burrow and the Bengals prior to last season. Yeah, you, they, I don't no, know. I, no, I mean, not no, really, right? No. So why not the Jags? So I think Jags, hot take, Jags win this division, followed by the Titans, uh, followed by the right. Colts, followed by the Texans. But the Texans are going to find something, someone to be excited about. Again, addition by subtraction, um, you know, they're still – they're going to compete probably with the Jets and the Seahawks for the worst record in the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but having said that, you know, uh, four wins possibly isn't out of the question for them. Maybe sneak a couple sure. here or there, whatever. But, yeah, man, I, I think the Jags win this division. Hey, there you go, guys. All right, Mikey, I like you. Mikey sees a close division with Jacksonville squeaking it out. I think so. Look, there's always a surprise team. Yeah. We just talked about it. Cincinnati obviously was the team last year. So it's, it's uh, you know, the, you're going with Jacksonville this year. That division is kind of there. I mean, you know, the Colts underperformed last year. Uh-huh. You know, um, so, you know, I, I like it. I, I think Jacksonville is going to be one of the teams that is improved. Now, as far as my take on the division, I have the Texans in last as well. I've got them going like 4-13. and 13. Okay. Maybe they win a game or two more than that. But it's hard to envision them getting much right. past, like, six wins. You know, I couldn't they just, even name a player on that team anymore. Uh, Davis Mills is the quarterback. Um, other than that, yeah, exactly. So it, it's – I don't expect much from them. Okay. Um, and then – I've got I've got the regression train coming through for the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, they're going to finish third, huh? They're going to finish third. The regression Ooh. train is coming because okay, okay. Derrick Henry gets hurt. Well, 
it's more to me. I'm not. I I wasn't really sure what their off season plan was. They they clearly needed to get better uh, at corner on okay. defense, and mm, they maybe did a little bit. What they didn't need to do was trade the one ride receiver they had that it could actually stretch the field and open things up for yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah, you know he's coming off the the injury and coming yeah. back. But now you traded your deep, you know, your deep threat. Tannehill struggled in that in that loss to the Bengals. The O line didn't really get a lot better. Right. So I look at the Titans and I say, okay, we kind of know what they are already. I do like Vrabel; he's a good coach. Yeah. But defensive coaches only last so long in the NFL. Any right. coach only lasts so long. But if you start going through the the defensive coaches that have been successful lately, it's about a three or four year window. Sure. This is year four. I think the window's closing. Yeah. I, I don't think trading A.J. A. Brown in, uh, in his prime on draft day, I, I, I still don't get it. Yeah. You know, And so you're going to try to replace him with a rookie wide receiver, which is fine. And that, that young wideout may have some success, but... Not A.J. Brown's success. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm opposing defenses, I know what your bread and butter is. So what am, you know, I'm going to throw on that tape from the AFC you know, playoffs last yeah. year. And see what the Bengals did. A team that had no line, got sacked nine times, and still were able to beat you. Yep. Made, made Tannehill look bad. Again, with a mediocre pass rush. You know, this yeah. wasn't a team with an elite pass rush. So for me, I think the regression train's coming through. The Titans go 7-10. Okay. and 10, And they wow. finish in uh, third place in this division. Okay. And then I have the Jaguars. Okay. So I do. Okay. I like Jacksonville to take a step forward. I'm going seven and ten, eight and nine. So okay, okay. Leaning towards seven and ten, but finishing in second place, but a big step forward. Sure. You know, from last year, and I think that they're an interesting team. They're in the playoff talk down the stretch and kind of fizzle out maybe the last couple games. Okay. But I think they're one of the the better stories this year and an improvement. I have the Colts winning the division mainly because. They were in position to do it last year, and they okay. got their two worst quarterback performances from Wentz in the last two games, right. which, you know, if you take that out of the equation, I mean, Matt Ryan's getting older, and he's limited, but he's he's always done a pretty good job of taking care of the football. I like putting him in. That team is pretty much the same. Jonathan Taylor was a beast last year. Yeah, he's yeah. just going into his third year. If they can stay healthy and run the ball like they've continued to do, their defense is pretty good. I like the Colts. I have them okay. going eleven and six and winning the division. They also get a little bit of a break with their schedule by not making the playoffs last year. So I think that coupled with the, the difficult schedule the Titans have to play is going to help the Colts be able to to be the team that emerges to win that division. But I'm with you. I I, I like Jacksonville as a surprise team. I don't have them in the playoffs, but Mikey, I like your take there. But okay. uh, I'm going to roll with the Colts. So okay. we're a little different there, and that of course brings us to the AFC West. A lot of headlines there. Russell yeah. Wilson is now in the division. Devontae Adams is now in the division. Josh McDaniels is now a head coach in the division. Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers' former offensive coordinator, is now a coach in the division. A lot of stuff going on in this AFC West, Mikey. You can make the argument this is the best quarterback division in the history of the NFL based off the four guys that are going to be out there. Sure. Um, dude, who do you th- how do you see this one going, man? Uh, the bloodbath that's going to be the AFC West. Who do you like? Who's coming out of here? 
you know, okay, look. So last year in our NFL preview extravaganza, we were talking about the NFC West being the we were the, yeah the, yeah know, the the big behemoth the, the behemoth yeah yeah the beast. Um, you know, and and now just you know going through the last you know uh, couple hours here talking about this, you know, you, you're looking at a lot of divisions with a lot of teams that are incredibly similar. Yep. You take any one of these four teams and you put them on any other of those other divisions, and they probably run away with it. I agree. Yeah. Yep. NFC, AFC doesn't matter. They, they probably outside of the AFC North, yeah, or uh, no, I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, the AFC East, like you know, with the Bills there, like you know, South, North, like this team, any one of those, even probably all four divisions in the NFC. Yeah, any one of these four teams possibly runs away with it. I agree. Um, but having said that, um, look, I. I think for me, looking at this and looking at consistency and looking at coaching and looking at the, some of those intangibles, not necessarily just pure talent, I, I like the Chiefs to win this division. Okay. Um, I, I think as much as I'm not necessarily a huge Pat Mahomes fan, I am an Andy Reid fan. Yeah, okay. And I so I, I think that, yes, Tyreek Hill is no longer there, but Pat Mahomes is still Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. And you still have arguably the best tight end in football in Travis Kelsey there. Yeah. Um, you have a really good defense. Yeah. You, you you have a lot of those intangibles, but you have coaching and you have consistency. And they have been those two things over the course of the last four seasons. Yeah. Five seasons. I, I mean, you know, it's been incredible what they've been able to do. That You know, they've been kind of like, you know, Patriots light. You know, yeah, they, their yeah, consistency yeah. has been there. They Pat yep. Holmes has made big play after big play. Um, obviously, they didn't get it done this last season, but you know, they've they've got some of those things. I mean, look, you have Pat Mahomes who's healthy. Yeah, he doesn't have a banged up toe like he did last year that hindered right. him yeah. quite a bit last yep. year. So that's a huge thing. He wasn't able to run. He wasn't able to do some of the things that he's used to doing, and he was hindered last year. And you that's saw true. That. Yeah. Um, I think with Denver, you look at that, yes, you got Russell Wilson and all things are, you know, sunshine and roses and all that kind of stuff in the Mile High City. However, there is an adjustment period that exists. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even tell you right now. Sorry to say, Denver fans, I couldn't even tell you who your coach is. <laughs> um, and I, I just think that there's as much as there's excitement there and, and you've got good things going on. I know John Elway's been the the GM, but yes, I no. I don't know if this team. I I think the Broncos have a good chance of potentially finishing in last place. Okay, in this division, which leaves the Raiders and the Chargers. Yes, sir. The Raiders added your boy Devontae Adams. They did, yes. They added Josh McDaniels on the sidelines. They yep. got rid of the interim coach. Yeah. After the John Gruden situation. And then you put in Josh McDaniels. Now, Josh McDaniels' record thus far in the NFL has not exactly been spectacular as a head no, coach. No, he, he, his first stint was, was at Denver there years ago. And yeah. after a really good start, they fizzled out, and that yeah. was it. But. And so, yes, he's been, he, you know, for the last 13 years or whatever it's been, you know, in, in New England, he's had a tremendous amount of success. But, again, it's consistency. Yeah, yeah. Um, Derek Carr has proven to be a phenomenal quarterback. Um, after somewhat of a rocky start and kind of taking his lumps. Um, 
But I think, you know, you're talking about regression when it comes to the Titans and the Bengals and stuff yep. like that. I think there's a little bit of uh, Raider hangover okay. that exists All right. uh, there in Las Vegas. And I, I think this team regresses. Okay. Um, however, the Chargers are another interesting team because, you know, you've got Justin Herbert there. And he's a guy that's electric and he does all these kinds of things. But at the same time, this is a team that, for me, has yet to prove anything in the postseason. And so, again, going to the consistency element, as much as there's excitement and you should be, and, you know, some people might look at this division and, yeah, it's a beast, but you could also look at how wide open it is that any one of these teams could get off and and rally off some wins. yeah. Get some wins against a division opponent if the Chargers beat the Raiders or, you know, and then the Raiders beat the Chiefs and, you know, all these kind of numbers games, right, where it's going to come into play come playoff time and positioning. Maybe the Chargers are able to be there. But when you look at the other three quarterbacks, Wilson, Mahomes, Carr, they've done it. Yeah. They've made it happen, not just in the regular season. I mean, look, Peyton Manning was excellent in the regular season. The Colts had for many years the best record in the NFL, yeah, the yeah, best record yeah, in the AFC, yeah. and Tony Dungy and all that kind of stuff. And you know, and then they go in the playoffs and they make it to the you know the second round or they make it to the, the you know the sure. conference championship. And guess what? They lose. Yeah, yeah. Well said, Mikey. So I, I I just think that you know at the end of the day, I think the Chiefs win this division. Okay. I I, I second, third, fourth man. It's really hard to predict. But again, I do like something for consistency. So I do think the Raiders regress, but I do think the Raiders finish in second place in this division. Okay. I think right. Devontae Adams is okay. a difference maker on that roster. And I mean, he's still one of the best receivers until proven otherwise okay. in this league. Derek, Derek Carr is going to have a field day going to him. That defense is still the Raiders' defense. Um, so I, I like them finishing second. I do like... Russell Wilson, it's hard to count against him, but he's got so many new things going on there. This isn't Pete Carroll. Yeah. And this isn't that consistency going on. I I agree. And I know that the last week or so there has been shots fired at Russell Wilson and Mm -hmm. his, you know, wanting to have a bigger say in the personnel decisions and stuff like that up there in Seattle. And you could make the argument he earned that, but at the same time, that kind of player empowerment just doesn't... doesn't seem to exist as much in the NFL as it does no, in the NBA. Not really. And unless and you're Tom yeah, Brady. It's, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. Broncos Chargers could go back and forth for me. Okay. But I do think, again, just trying to stay with some consistency, I think the Chargers finish in third, and I think okay. the Broncos end up finishing last and missing the playoffs. Okay, Mikey, there we go. Great. It's a tough division to go through. And, um, you know, I'm with you. I've only got from the first place team to the fourth place team two games separating everybody in this division, and all four of them over 500. I think they're all going to be very good football teams. They're all going to beat each other up a little bit. I wouldn't all be surprised if all four of them go three and three in a division and all just beat up on each other. All of them finish three and three within that and trade wins. I think outside of the division, they're they're all going to be good. They're going to beat the other teams. Um but I'll go opposite um, instead of the from the bottom up. I'll go from the top, top down in okay. this one right, to, yeah, to finish like, it off. Like so it. I'm actually taking the Chargers to win this division at wow. 11 and six. I liked okay. what they did this off season. They had a kind of quiet, sneaky good off season. They improved their defense. They improved their offensive line. I like Eckler at halfback. I like the receivers. Josh Herbert. You know, this will be his third year. I think it's kind of that. 
he's been very good the first two years, but if he'll take a little bit more of a step forward. I think that that young coach they have down there is going to still be aggressive, but not go for it every time on fourth down and okay. not piss away a couple of games like he did last year and cost him a playoff spot, quite okay. frankly. Um, and then I really liked at the end of free agency and after you know the Broncos land Russell Wilson, they go and trade for Khalil Mack. And now all of a sudden, an already good pass rush got yeah. really good. So I liked what they did to keep up in this division. Uh, looking at the schedules, I, I have them going 11 and 6 and, okay. and getting in and winning the division. Again, okay. it's going to be very tough. So, second, I have the Raiders at 10 and 7. Okay. Equaling last year, but not really a big step forward. Kind of, to your point, the, the with Devontae Adams coming over and McDaniels, I think they figure it out. They get in the playoffs, but it's going to be tough with how tough that division is to right. really see them going like. 12 and 5 and really sure. like taking a big step forward record wise but just to get in the playoffs with any kind of record out of that division is going to be much more of a feat than what it was last year with how tough it's going to be but all the excitement everything that's going on there I think the Raiders get in again and okay. I like their defense too yeah. I am Max Crosby I think they're going to be good so I got them at 10 and 7 okay tied with the Chiefs I have the Chiefs at 10 and 7 as well Slight regression, but again, as you pointed out, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you have Andy Reid. I mean, I'm not saying Juju Smith-Schuster and Valdez-Scantling equal Tyreek Hill, but pretty good replacements for that guy because Valdez-Scantling is is the guy that stretches the field. And he didn't, you know, he didn't turn the lights out in Green Bay, but... He was good for that one deep pass every game. And as long as he's good for that one deep pass in Kansas City... He can break it wide open. He can break it wide open. Kelsey down the middle. Juju Smith-Schuster was a pretty good receiver with Roethlisberger throwing him the ball the last couple years. I'd like to see what he can do in Mahomes throwing him the ball. I'm with you. I think the Chiefs are just fine. Because how tough the division is, they a slight regression. But they're 10-7 and and in the playoffs. And then I have the Broncos at 9-8. and Again, I just see it because of the, all the new factor, right? Yeah. yeah, Russ is coming in. You're going to be a good football team. You're going to be a winning team because of that. But new head coach with Hackett coming over from Green Bay. It's his first time as a head coach as go. well. And he's going to put in a dynamic offense. But let's not forget, their 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 head coach the last couple of years was a defensive guy. Can that defense be as good as they were the last couple of years when they right. didn't have a quarterback? That's going to be the big question because that defense is going to have to be probably even better now yeah. that this division is so good. Right. So I'm with you. I like the Broncos. I think they're good. Could they win an extra game and get in the playoffs? Absolutely. Could sure. they go 11-6 and six and win the division? Absolutely. But I don't see it much more than that. I think it's 8-11 to 11 wins is where they fall and maybe just missing the playoffs or just getting in the playoffs, I have them as the odd team out and just missing the playoffs along with the Bengals at 9-8. and eight. So there you go, Mikey. Okay. That's what I see out of that one. Yeah, I mean, it's just... And, you know, what's crazy is that in that division in particular, you know, God forbid, but, like, if any one of those quarterbacks, like we've talked about, gets hurt, you know, for Ooh, any problem... Then you're time, in trouble. You yeah, know, you're then, in big trouble. Then all trouble. of a sudden, that, yeah. that division, you know, it becomes a little easier. Yeah, totally. You're not totally. having to face yeah, Mahomes for yeah. two, four, well, you know, oh, two right. three, four yeah. weeks, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden, or Derek Carr even, yeah. you know, or, or whatever. So I, I think that that's... You know, an intangible that you know you hope you hope doesn't happen. Yeah. But at the same time, is a potentially 
realistic thing for, you know, I mean, because, you know, when you look at Derek Carr, he's not exactly a spring, chick, spring chicken anymore. You know, you oh, look at Russell Wilson. He's starting to become a veteran, and, and not, Russ Wilson, too. Yeah, they, you know. You know. They, he, Wilson doesn't necessarily, I mean, he's, the O-line in Seattle has been atrocious the last couple seasons. Yeah. But he hasn't seemed to have that same kind of mobility that he's had before. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. But, you know, it if one of these guys goes down or they lose an offensive weapon or, or something or a key piece to their defenses, you know, I, I mean, these are, these are teams that one, one, you know, one shoe falls off, like it, it, it could be detrimental to yeah. their playoff positioning. And in that division, like you said, I mean, yes, you potentially could have three teams coming out of here, but someone's going to be potentially the odd man out. And if you lose two to four weeks of a player yeah. of a, of a key piece to your puzzle, that's two to four losses, you know, that's that's a 500 record or something that gets yeah. you bumped. This division, the margin for error is going to be so it's small. Minimal. It's going to be it's totally minimal. minimal, and it, like, to your point, that that one game where so-and-so is hurt and can't play and you end up losing could be the game that ends yeah. up costing you from being able to get in. Right. Or like you said, if, you know, an elite player gets hurt for two or three games – and that might be the season because of how tough this yeah, division absolutely. is. You know? so. And you never know. I mean, the, the other divisions, and like we've talked about, and they're intangibles and, you know, capturing lightning in a bottle. You, you just never know. And, and that's yeah. the thing is that for so many of these teams in this middle of the pack and, you know, even outside the AFC West, you know, there's, there, there is very minimal error involved because you have – divisions that you're going to you're we're talking about teams that are separated whether it's a five like a round 500 yeah and even then we're talking about a game or two a piece yeah you know what i yeah, mean and it's like true. and then these winning teams that you're like yeah well they could finish 12 well, and 5 right. or they could finish 11 and 6 i mean you know we're 10 and 7 and still right. make the playoffs and and man it's just it's so tough and outside of buffalo once again it just comes back to that we talked about it kicked it off this is probably the most complete football team that has the easiest route. Yeah. Outside yeah. of even though they have a difficult schedule, they have probably the easiest route. Yeah. To to, yeah. to the crown. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the last thing is then is uh, our Super Bowl picks, okay. my friend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's start with you, Mikey. I, I am uh, <laughs> definitely intrigued to get your Super Bowl oh, picks. Man. Oh, man. I can't wait. You know, we need – we all know now, you know, who we both picked to make the playoffs, but give it to me now. All right, Mikey, who is going to be in the Super Bowl come mid-February or whenever the heck it is now uh, in okay. 2023? Yeah, look, I, I think when it comes to the AFC in particular, I, I do think I'm going to drink the Bills Kool-Aid. I, I think the Bills are the team that come out. Yeah. Um, I, I think when you when you look at that AFC West – I think those teams beat up on each other a little too much. They yeah. come into the postseason a little banged up, maybe not he as healthy yeah. as they'd like to be. Um, and even if they go through adversity and all that other kind of stuff, like I, I just I think that they don't have enough to get it done. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to bet against the Bills when you when you look at yeah. all that other kind of stuff. I don't see the AFC winning, you know, the AFC South winning, you know, uh, the the conference championship. Sure. I I don't. As much as I like the Bengals and I don't see as much regression as you do, I don't see the Bengals or the Ravens yeah. beating it out. Yeah. Um, nor do I see any three teams, like we've talked about, in the AFC East taking the Bills. So right. I think yeah. the Bills come out of the AFC. Okay. The tougher one for me to predict as we're going through all our predictions and who's going to win divisions. Sure. And look at all those kinds of things. The harder one for me 
is the NFC. Seems a little more wide open. I, it, I, it really I definitely does. think so. And as much as you know, I would potentially lean more towards the Packers or something like that to to take it, given that you have Aaron Rodgers. Um, you, you know, arguably, arguably the better quarterback or the best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, all right. All right. Who is it? Who I'm is gonna it? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to be Drum a homer, roll. and I'm going to pick my Cardinals. All right. Okay. I'm going to pick my Cardinals to go up against the Bills, and Lord willing, we've got some D-hop magic in the end zone again, and we Ooh. beat the Bills. I, look, I, and I'll tell you. Look, it's just it's difficult. It's wide open. Yeah, totally. Man. Um, but I think that if it, the Cardinals certainly on paper look to be if JJ Watt can play more than fifty percent of the games, just his mere presence on the field sure. is, is is a good amount. Yeah. They have a lot of their defensive pieces yeah. coming back. Um, you know, and that offense, I, I do like what they did. Like you said, Rondale Moore is a little banged up, but you you still have D Hop, you have Hollywood Brown, you still have Kyler Murray playing on that new contract. He can rest yeah. easy with that. Yeah. That's all done, fine, cool. You got yeah. it. Now put up or shut up. Uh, I think to your point to the coach for the Chargers, I'd like to think that Kingsbury's done things enough to maybe make some tweaks to maybe yeah. you know be able to push sure. that along. And like yeah. you said, you looked at their schedule. And they've got a tougher schedule in the beginning, a little bit soft in the middle towards the end. So I like what they're able to do. If they yeah, can do yeah. that and they can put up some momentum yeah. and go, as opposed to the last couple seasons, yep. where they started out the gate on fire, yep. and then they've absolutely sputtered down the stretch. I like a reversal in that. I like them going into this playoffs with, with some momentum. Okay. I like okay. them going in you know, with some Kyler Murray magic. Yeah. Um, and 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 I I think the Cardinals come out of the NFC or the NFC, and I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I think okay. the Bills. I, I think this is their year. I think this is the Bills' year. Fair um, enough, Mikey. But I, as much as I want to pick the Cardinals to win it all, and maybe I eat my words. I I don't know. But um, I, all right, fair enough. I, I like a Cardinals Bills Super Bowl. Okay, okay. I think that would be a very entertaining Super Bowl. I think that would be, that would be just fine. Okay. I I, I oh, could go right. with that. Just you know? fine. I'm with you. Um, you know, I'm I'm all in on the Bills this year. I I am very high on them. I feel like it's it, I just feel like it's their year with the way yeah. they went out of the playoffs last year and to your point, you know, you look at that West, I think that's coming right down to the last week and whoever wins that is going to have to win a very competitive division game in week 17 to win that division. Right. Uh same thing in the AFC North with the Ravens and Bengals and so on somebody's going to have to win a very competitive division week 17 game physical game just to get in the playoffs i think the bills are in position where they have that division one with one or two games left they can rest guys they can focus on their health and this year make the playoffs come through buffalo versus tennessee or having to go to kansas city and good luck going to Buffalo in January and trying yep. to win in a snowstorm. Right. Josh Allen, I, I, so I'm with you. I like Buffalo to come out of the AFC, mainly because of that those kind of factors. Right. I think, yeah. like, to your point about the pathway to get there, yeah, the AFC as a, whole, as, a, as a whole is really daunting. But as you break it down, to me, they seem like they'll be in the best position at the end of the year to get in healthy, to rest yeah. guys, and not have to come in. Super banged up. That yeah. AFC West is going to be banged up. So I've got the Bills beating the Chargers in the AFC title game to get in. Oh, okay. I've got Josh Allen as my MVP this year. I don't think that's a big shock to anybody, yeah. but yeah, he's yeah. my pick there. Okay. On the other side, I'm with you. The NFC, again, it's it, it's tougher to pick. 
Um, you know, teams just don't go two years in a row unless you're the Patriots and Tom Brady. So I don't see the Rams getting back there again. They'll be in the playoffs, but right. I, I, I just I don't see them being able to get back. I like your Cardinals a lot. Tampa Bay, while I like Tom Brady, I don't think that team is going to be as good, especially mm-hmm. on the offensive line, to be able to make that deep run. In particular, go on the road to win a playoff game. I think they probably win their first playoff game and then lose in the divisional round. Okay. So, do you think Todd Bowles has a job by the end of the season? Um, I do because I think Tampa Bay wins the division. It'll be good okay. enough, and I and I think that for them that'll be good enough for him to keep his job. Okay. Um, but the real big question mark is whether Tom Brady will come back for another year. You know, so if he wants to save his marriage, you yeah, yeah, right. No kidding. So that kind of you know it gets to Green Bay again. Yeah. And, you know, and so for me, it's hard. I'm going to go with a homer pick, too. Yeah, okay. But, okay. you know, and I've got it right here before we even started talking, but I had Arizona going to Green Bay for the NFC title game. Okay. And their offense getting iced on the frozen tundra, oh, if you will. Hey-o. Kyler slows down. The Green okay. Bay defense, yeah. okay. the crappy weather, okay. three inches of ice on the field, right. slows I mean, the yeah, Cardinals down. We're no, we're no 49ers. I and and I Green get. Bay runs the football enough to win a close NFC title game okay. and get there. So that's my pick. I'm very similar with you, Mikey. So I've got the Packers eking out one at home over the Cardinals. Okay. If that's a reverse and Green Bay has to go to Arizona, I'd probably like Arizona to win the okay. game. So there All we right. go. I've got Bills, Packers. Yes, it's a homer pick. But right now, I'd like to hear the arguments from people that want to tell me that who's better than Green Bay and Arizona sure. in the NFC. Like, yeah. you know, besides the Rams. Be some, yeah, I was about to say, there might be some Rams fans that yeah. would make that argument. Yeah, again, you know, the last time an NFC team went two years in a, in a row was Dallas back in the 90s. Actually, it was Green Bay after Dallas in the 90s with far the two years yeah. in a row they went in the mid-90s. So okay. it's it's hard. It's yeah. very tough yeah, to yeah. do. Um, there we go, Mikey. So okay. that's I'm with you, man. I, I like Buffalo, okay. though to beat my Packers in the Super Bowl. Oh, so I go with you, the homer pick to get there, but <laughs> and then the non-homer and then, pick to win. And then the non pick to win. Okay, so, okay. All hey, right. I can dig it. At least we're consistent. We're consistent. Yeah. Um, All right. There you go, guys. NFL preview. For what it's worth, one more homer pick. Devondre Campbell's my defensive player of the year pick from Green Bay at inside linebacker. I think he's poised to have a big, big year. Okay. That's it, my friend. That's all I got for this NFL preview. We made it through. Yeah, we did. It was not easy. Some of no. those divisions are going to be tough. They are. Anything in closing today, my friend? No, I, I've got I've got nothing. Um, you know, enjoying that football is back. Basketball is right around the corner. Um, you know, it's uh, we've got uh, pennant races heating up in baseball. That is true. Um, yes. You know, and uh, so I, you know, there's some there's some exciting things right now. Is Probably one of those better times in sports where you've got bas- baseball coming into the end of the season, going into the playoffs. You got football back. You got you know basketball rearing its its head. So uh, you know it, it's an exciting time for a sports fan. Yeah, well said, Mikey. Couldn't agree more. Uh, check out our Patreon, guys. Yep. Um, I, my college football preview is still out there. Give it a shot. Um, if you haven't yet checked it out, of course the college season is a couple weeks in, but. Couple upsets today, Mikey. Yeah. Texas A&M fell to Appalachian State. Yep. Notre Dame fell to Marshall. 
two teams that I did not have in the top 10 in my college football preview like everybody else. So run oh, out there, guys. Yeah, check it okay. out. Yes, yes. Please absolutely. do. And uh, enjoy the kickoff to the NFL yeah, season. You know, the, the kickoff Sunday tomorrow. Yep. Mikey, enjoy that game. We've got a great one with that Chiefs-Cardinals game. Yeah. Green Bay's tomorrow afternoon. They've got a division game at Minnesota. So, yep. you know, our teams, we get to start off with a couple of, you know, not gimmies. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, not at all. It'll be interesting. Right. It'll be fun to see what happens. All right, y'all. I'll take care. Uh, NFL preview extravaganza in the books. Balls and Beards podcast season two, episode 28.